People just like you have taken the brave step to do this thing we call work differently. They tell their self-unlimited story to inspire and encourage you. Another story begins now. Jason, thank you so much for being with me today to have a fascinating conversation about Self Unlimited. Thank you, Helen, for the opportunity to talk to you about it. I know it's going to be a fascinating conversation because you and I, when we get together, always have conversations that are fascinating on so many levels. And I remember a conversation that we had a couple of months ago where I was talking about the Self Unlimited and you were really intrigued to think about how it might be something that you would introduce to your team because you recently had a team and a new manager or position. So maybe start there and tell us a little bit about the context of who you are and what you do and why you thought there was something in Self Unlimited that might be of interest to you and your team. Sure, so I run a team of technologists and uh, data scientists as well, so it's a bit of a mix. Um, I guess they consider themselves a research team. Um, and uh, we, we do, the kind of research that we do is about, um, as, with, as with most researchers, you're trying to find the value in things. And so you want people that are experienced and creative thinkers and you know, quite a diverse group, I think. And I, I was kind of chuffed that I had create, successfully created this team over uh, about eight or nine months. And um, one of the things that we pride ourselves on as a team is, I guess, that constant evolution of who we are and what we did. We, we kind of, in starting this research team and, and being able to do the, the investigations into either tech, new technologies and emerging technologies for our company, or into data science investigations and the applications of you know, buzzwords like AI and machine learning. I think that it's uh, important to consider that th this process is quite new and it's quite different from uh, the, the parts of the organization that are trying to deliver on technology, the promise of technology. Right. Um, <clears throat> so I mean, I've come from that part of the organization and where you've got these big projects and the big projects are building these things and you're expecting these outcomes. And then you move into this research space and you have a different, I guess, where I'm getting to is, is a different kind of person that you're trying to hire. Right. And a different kind of team that you're trying to create. And a different, and importantly, a different kind of culture. Right. And <clears throat> culture is super, super important, I think. And uh, with this small team, which is only about 15, less, you know, less than 20 people, and geographically dispersed across um, Sydney and Melbourne, you know, we had this opportunity after six to nine months of being together to have a look at ourselves and, and I guess we, we looked at it as creating the next chapter of our journey and, and looking at what our vision was and who we are and, and looking, reflecting back on how we had been doing things and of course what we could be doing, so a bit of a, a, bit of a retrospective but also trying to set our vision as we move forward and how we would like things to be and, and, and stopping and having that look. Because otherwise things, it, seem, it seems to me that things will just drag on and people will get into their ruts and then they won't move out of them. And that can happen, I think, even with teams that are, uh, are trying to be kind of quite, um, uh, dare I say the word, innovative, but creative, I guess, and, 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 and dynamic in the way that they run, run themselves as a, as a business, as an as a entrepreneur, kind of business right. so so in that in that context i wanted to have this offsite and this offsite was an opportunity for us to get out have some fun together as a team 
and to refresh ourselves and refresh our thinking. And I thought, you know, the, the team, the team's very technology focused and they're all relatively senior practitioners. Like mm-hmm. they're, they, they're mostly younger uh, people wise, but um, which just happened to be the thing. They're, uh, knowledge and their expertise and what they brought to the table was some deep technical capability in whatever area. <clears throat> Though some of them came from a science background and were quite interested in actually being in, in, in innovation and design thinking and have kind of followed that path as well. But um, I guess what I wanted was a session which combined multiple fa- uh, a couple of days together that combined and gave us an opportunity to think about multiple things, not just the business in which we're in, but um, to think about ourselves as well. And that's why um, when we caught up and you had, you, had, you, had said to, you had said to me earlier in the year when we caught up, I think it was around Christmas time. Hey, Jason, you know, it would be great to, let's, let's do something together. Let's play together. I really love the way that you come and approach and use different words to talk about things rather than, you know, let's do a, let's do a workshop or let's do a demo or whatever it is. I like to play with interesting people. It's like, like you. No, yeah, exactly. It's playing. It's fun yeah. and it should be fun. And so um, you, you, you open that door and I, 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 that's had stuck in my mind and I'd looked at some of the work that you'd been doing with Self Unlimited as well. And of course, you know, we've been looking at your cards and the various things and I found lots of, you know, lots and lots of nuggets of insight in there. And so um, for me, it was the opportunity in amongst a session, which was going to talk about strategy, going to do a little bit of learning, playing and having a bit of fun. I think we actually went to an escape room. Yeah, I thought that was a great thing. on the That was was fun. Um, But, you know, talking about business strategy and talking about how what we were doing and researching was going to influence business strategy and blah, 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 to take a, to to create a space. And I think this is really important in groups. and I have a bit of a background in facilitation and not just technology um, to create a time and a space for people to focus their energies and their thoughts on another very important part of work, which is themselves. Right. And so I thought that these two things were going to go together and it worked out really well. Yeah. So that's kind of, that's kind of how we got to, to yeah. where we got to. So you set up some great context there. And one of the things that we talked about with your team was because you um with the self unlimited idea it's very much about the individual making some choices and so for you as the manager of the team asking for me to come in and speak with your people is a slightly unusual aspect because then people might think oh jason's decided we all have to be self unlimited and so one of the things that we were very cautious about and as we talked before the session was no that's not the case at all what we're doing is we're inviting people to some ideas that might resonate with them, might not resonate, and that you as the leader of that team were very happy to have those ideas and uh, put in the mix for discussion. And one of the things we landed on was actually as one of the activities that's from the Self Unlimited bundle of activities was around professional enrichment. And so I'm interested, maybe you might choose or comment on why you chose the professional enrichment activity, why that resonated for you. And even um, from what you recall in the session and maybe what the team did afterwards in terms of picking up on that notion of professional enrichment and making a plan for how you can enrich yourself, not just develop yourself. Yeah. It's interesting because this team, uh, like I said, they're a re- te- technology research team. So in a way you, I kind of looked at it and I thought a professional enrichment for them to get hired, you know, they, they, they need to know about technologies and all that. And they're actually very, very good at self-learning when mm. it comes to, you know, uh, hard, hard information, uh, yes. like 
can't think of the right adjective, you know, that kind of technical information and data and doing and all of that kind of stuff and techniques and stuff. So they go watch videos and read books. They don't actually need to be encouraged to do that kind of exactly, stuff. Exactly. Exactly. And there are a few of them. I, I do credit myself for having hired a few, you know, uh, dare I say weird, weird ones, you know, like, you know, the ones that like to read widely and weirdly. Yes. Like, um, but um, the, the majority of them are very technology focused. And so I think um, even in a team like that, which is a research team and constantly trying to disrupt itself through technology and asking these questions about better ways of doing things, I think they, they needed to take a moment to actually think about, uh, to, to think about what they could, how they could enrich themselves professionally in more dimensions than just the technical dimension. Mm. So uh, that's why I think that that choice was quite an interesting one for them. And it, it was a really great exchange, I think, afterwards, because I, I felt like, um, you know, and during the session when we, had, when we did that, that session, that, is that the, the team actually really learned something about themselves that they hadn't really talked about before. They kind of, you know, it, it's interesting how teams tend to relate to each other by what they do, mm. rather than who they are. And so I think this opened up that door yes. to be able for people to relate to each other as who they are, a bit, in a bit more focused way than just catching up over lunch and you end up talking about the latest project thing you know, or how you are doing this software code thing yes. at this problem. So I think that was, that was a really great exercise. I think, um, and I think, I think different people took whatever they took from it, the different, mm -hmm. different levels of takeaway from it. But um, I think as a group, we still really enjoyed having that moment together mm -hmm. to, to talk about those things. Well, yeah. Particularly, I remember the rec there was a bit of a surprise when part of the activity took a different bent, that the professional enrichment was, what might you teach somebody else? Or how might you share some knowledge or something you know with somebody else rather than you just being a recipient of knowledge and activity? How could you be a giver of that knowledge and activity? And people were kind of like, hang on, I don't understand this activity. What are you asking of me? And <laughs> exactly. when they got over that, then they got quite creative. That's, and that was actually, that was actually now, now that you remind me, that was great. Uh, I'd forgotten about that, but that was kind of fortuitous um, because... Uh, the team, one of the team things that the team needs to be able to do is to scale the knowledge that they have. Mm -hmm. uh, they're at the pointy end of research in the company and um, that the, the effectiveness of that research is really dependent on how well you can scale it, those insights to the rest of the, the company to take it to action. So uh, that, that, that questioning as well, it creates all this opportunity and um, uh, I, I should actually go back around to them and talk about mentorship and, and mm. um, some of these things, which, which will help them scale in that way. But they, of course, they also came up with these technology solutions for how to do it as well, um, which is going to be part of the solving the, that puzzle for sure. But um, it's about that attitude as well, I think. Well, my recollection was that somebody had um, a yacht in a boat yes. and they were going to offer people sailing lessons and people were like, well, I didn't know you knew how to sail. <laughs> So that opened up these aspects of quite different from people. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It was quite an eye-opener for a lot of them. So uh, I think the conversations, are, the, the conversations that start are great and we know each other better and we know ourselves better. When I look at what you were trying to do with Self Unlimited was this conversation about that, that, that was trying to break through the traditional thinking but the traditional archetypes for what the work relationship is. Mm. And uh, 
I think from that sense, it was incredibly lucid. I think I've, I've, I've done a lot of, for myself, I've, you know, had various relationships, you know, work kind of relationships over my time. I haven't ever been, um, I've never run my own company as, mm -hmm. as such, but I have been, in, uh, you know, equal times an employee, uh, a, a contractor, you know, so through, a, through another party, a, a supplier, I have worked as a consultant and so essentially like a third, a third party that has serves two masters. And I've also, I've also been unemployed as well. So um, in which case you are kind of a bit more of a master of your own destiny, but with a lot less of the budget. <laughs> it's a wonderful way to describe it. <laughs> well, I've actually said to people just on a slight tangent there, when they said oh, I'm unemployed, I go, no, 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 you're currently in a business development phase for, for example, Jason Unlimited. <laughs> exactly. It can feel quite debilitating to think you're unemployed. It's like, well, no, you're currently maybe not receiving income, but, you know, any small business person who is in a business development phase and isn't earning an income, you know, doesn't have income coming in, but you're still then thinking, well, what is the next work opportunity and who can I let other people know about what I'm about and what I'm offering? Yeah, exactly. I, I, love, I love that thing that that forces you to do um, because I was, I was having a sabbatical or a career break for, I ended up, Oh, that's a magical. That's a great one. Yeah, it was supposed to be three months, but it ended up being fifteen. And it, it, during that time, the the how I knew myself really changed a lot. Uh, I did a variety of things, including you know going overseas and you know working with kids and building things at back at home and and you know writing programs and stuff like that as well. Like so. I think that uh, knowing yourself is one of the hardest things to do and understanding how, how it is that you operate and the, and the environment in which you are most successful in is, is, is really hard. I think a lot of people after I, I finished up at work said to me, oh, you should go and run your own business and all of this kind of stuff. And I thought about it really hard. And I, after 15 months, I came back and you know, I took on a contract work in my old profession, which was in technology. And uh, I think I realized that I'd rather not be my own boss. I'd rather work for somebody else, but it means that I have to choose my bosses wisely. Mm. Uh, and so since that time, I think I started to operate in a way that's in the spirit of self-unlimited, I think. Absolutely. You're self-employed regardless of who pays you. So it's not that you have to go be your own boss. You can have that attitude while being, and, and so you've, you've got clients rather than bosses. Yeah. And I never think of the job that I'm doing or the work that I'm doing as, oh, this is, these are the accountabilities of the role. The, the JD was only enough for me to get my resume in and have the interview with someone, with the mm -hmm. boss. And from there, every boss I've worked with, um, at least since then, and probably since before then, has never really looked at the JD about the roles and responsibilities and accountabilities of the role. It's really... So tell the people who are listening what a JD is. Oh, sorry, a job description. Right. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, the job description. And so, yeah, I've never, I guess I've never been a person. I get a bit, maybe I'm a bit divergent in that sense. I always look around me at, at the challenges that are in the company. And I guess it's a, like, like we were talking about, yeah. You know, seeing before and yeah. and seeing beyond the role and seeing how it aligns with what the company is trying to do mm. and then seeing the problems and actually going for those problems going, going at those problems regardless of what uh it, it is that on paper you've been hired to do and i yes. think that's that's also the spirit of self unlimited uh, and, and something that 
um, well, at least in my career, has been a great asset to the companies I've worked with, and then hence uh, to myself in in terms of the the, the promotion and the um, and the uh, the feedback that I get from my sorry everyone from the people that I've worked with. So, mm. so yeah. It's so Jason Unlimited had had a very interesting journey in terms of, and one of the things is um, I love what you were saying about that reflection and the self learning, and it can be challenging for a lot of people, I think, because if you do become aware and wake up to that, now you've got the situation. What are we going to do about it? Exactly, you can't unsee it. Exactly, it's like you know you've you walked up the street and you've seen the rubbish sitting there, yeah. and you're kind of like, oh well, that's not good. Yeah. What are you going to do now? Are you going to go and walk, continue walking past, or are you going to do something about it? And it's yeah, it's it's it, you know it's going much further than that, obviously. But um, I, I think that that's a sense of it's a sense of responsibility that you bring into that environment, a personal responsibility. Uh, I think we're all you know in most <laughs> most of the places that we work, we can see the effects of what we do on the not just the people in the company but in on the, the people out there mm. and I guess I believe in uh, I think about design and I think about how the decisions that we make affect the people that use our products or yes. out there in the world, and that the people out there are actually the people in here as well so the people that are in the company are often the people that are using the products as well so yeah. Well, even that design orientation, I think, comes down to you as an individual, that in effect, you're bringing a design orientation to, okay, so who am I, Jason, and what is the work situation in which I think I will flourish and bring my best, which will be the best for me and the best for my client or who I'm working with. Yeah, that's right. And so I guess coming back then to my team and what I wanted for my team was, you know, as open-minded and as clever as I think the people I've tried to hire are. Uh, they don't necessarily think about about how they carry themselves and the and when they see I think they get a glimpse of um, the framework that you've created with self unlimited I think it gives you an insight into that there's this whole way of thinking about the way that you the way that you are as a as a a, a productive being that that's self unlimited. There's a whole way of thinking about it that says there's a lot to this. There's a lot that I could think about mm. and and design for myself and live that that work life by design. Mm. Particularly mm. because self unlimited and I, I liked when you said about you came back from the 15 months and people were saying to you why don't you run your own business? Because I think people think as you become maybe a sense of more empowered and you are making decisions that the natural progression must be that you need to leave traditional employment and run your own business. And one of the key things I want to say to people about Self Unlimited is I run my own business and it comes with its own challenges and a whole other set of almost like soft technical skills of what is it to run a business and think strategically and take on all those responsibilities beyond actually just doing the job. So it's absolutely not for everybody and it's not for everybody in terms of the stress and the risk that overhead. But some people kind of think, well, I've got these options, be self-employed in somebody's or be self-employed. And if there's a progression, it's like, well, if you're growing and being entrepreneurial and having a bigger vision, then surely that means you've somehow kind of outgrown being a traditional employee. And what I loved about your story, there was a recognition for you of no running my own business isn't the thing 
you know, it's not what I want. Yet you could see yourself in that what people might think is a traditional role of being an employee. You could see yourself in that differently and get what you wanted to get out of it. So as the sovereign of Jason Unlimited, you'd actually come to a decision about what suited you and now you're living that in its fullness. Yeah, exactly. And I, I wonder if people just, people just, people always have great intentions and they always just, they say the things that they think are the things that they should be saying in the social situation. And that's, that's society and culture. And that's a whole topic for a whole other time. And I'm sure we'll have a very long coffee about that at some stage. But um, uh, I guess for me is, you know, it's a, it's, it's, it is also, you know, tried and true, but it's uh, success is the way that you define it. And I think, I think self unlimited, the good thing about it is it begs you to ask the question of what does, what does success look like for you? And Hey, here are some illustrated options um, using Helen Unlimited as the example, you know, of a different way of looking at success. Success does not mean that you, you're, you have a three letter title with a C at the front and an O at the end Indeed. Um, and some other letter in the middle. Uh, it, it doesn't mean that you go up the corporate ladder and it doesn't mean that you run your own business and have X number of employees. You know, it may mean that you, your success is that you've tried many things. For, for you, you know, I, I know, I have, I know, some of the most interesting people I know and have worked with are people that have done completely, seemingly random uh, things, um, worked at a beer factory and then worked as a project manager and then, you know, worked in a, you know, Photoshop and then, you know, made picture frames and yes. then, you know, there's the, sometimes I think, uh, you know, sometimes I think that there's just so much if it wasn't the finances, you know, and the other responsibilities, um, you know, there would be so many other adventures to have. And mm. yeah. well, for me, part of it is changing the narrative because I think a lot of people think I'm supposed to have a career. And I think, well, forget the word career because career somehow assumes a progression. So, you know, almost like we watch some television shows, somebody started on the mail room, 20 years later, they got to that CEO-like position. That's what the progression should be. It's like, what if I don't want to do that? What if I want to go in a completely different um, sphere or sector, or I don't even want to try executive level roles? And I think you explained it so well. There's an element where it's like, what is it for me? whatever I think that success is, and let me be that, that's the measure of success. Because I know I've had different people over time, well-meaning people want to give me advice, like, Helen, you've clearly got leadership material and these other things, you should be the CEO of an organization. And I think, I could be the CEO of an organization, maybe I have the capability, I don't have the desirability, I may have the technical yeah. feasibility, maybe it makes good viable sense in terms of I'm thinking here, some, you know, viable sense in terms of the money, but there's going to be a point where I literally and I want to go and shoot myself because <laughs> my ability to do what I can do and, and thrive in the way that I can thrive. And so I, there's a point where um, that rhetoric can be really strong. Like, but Helen, you're not really trying. You should be aiming to be a CEO. What's wrong with you if you're not aiming for that? And exactly. take that and go, no, 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 that's your version of me. That's not my version of me. Yeah, and look, if people's experiences are, are okay, it's great to it's it's great to see what other people think and other people see of you. It's great to get that feedback, and then the challenge is then to integrate that back with who you, you with what you know and who you yeah. feel that you are. And well, another conversations we've had before. So, run an experiment. Can you find a way to kind of be the CEO yeah. for? 
period of time and you know see what that's like and then like yeah that's not for me but of course it is yeah. reputational risks and all those elements with it yeah so it, it, it's funny when you said the word career because if you look at the other meaning of that term career is to like be out of control yeah yeah you know you're kind of you know it's a kind of this thing that's just like it's not there's no one careering is i guess careering suggests that there's actually no one driving true right it's just going wherever it's going yeah and uh in a way i guess you know if there's five thousand people in the company you know, is a mid-sized company, mid to big-sized company. There's 5,000 people in a company. How many of them are going to be the CEO in 20 years' time? Well, indeed, indeed. Not even, probably not even one. Yes, yeah. Not, not the CEO of that company, at least. And it's interesting, I, I was watching a, um, the, the Recode conference, which is a big conference, actually, in the States. Like, almost mo most of the technology CEOs end up talking there. So. Right. AT&T was there, Uber was there, Google, Satya, uh, sorry, Satya Nadella from Microsoft, I don't think he was there, but I think the CEO of Google was there. And the woman who was the ex-HR, um, the ex-chief HR from Netflix, who has a very interesting HR policy. Mm, I read some well. And she said, you know, put up your hand if you have been at the same company all of your career. And she said, and there's two people that put their hands up and she said, like, you know, it's true. Like you go to a conference of a thousand people or you go to a conference of a hundred people, inevitably yeah. there's only two people that put their hand up. Um, you know, it's just not the way that things are. And I think what you've tried to do in your book tries to give a useful framework and way of thinking for people to navigate um, the current age of employment and the reality of what employment really is. And what we don't get taught about as a, as a baseline, you know, through our schooling, which, you know, uh, well, at least when I went to school 20 years ago, like, and I finished, still felt like the schooling that worked for in the 50s and 60s. Um, yeah. Indeed. Well, that's a nice summary. Thank you for that. So we'll, we might close it and then ask you for some summary tips. So if there's a manager out there who's listening, thinking, okay, I could get, maybe I'd read the self unlimited thing and do it for myself, but is how, how might I introduce it or would I introduce it or bring it into my team? So have you got some tips to a manager who might be listening about whether self unlimited something that they might introduce to their team and how they might do it? So look, I, I think, I think in terms of introducing something like self unlimited to your team is I think for all, I think most managers, if I think of the rationale um, for, for doing it uh, for me, it seems relatively obvious, um, but most managers are accountable for their teams to, to support their teams in growing personally. And when you, when you see the, you know, the better literature about how to run teams, it's about creating this safe space, for people to to thrive, but also to provide coaching and mentoring and leadership, because you know, as I've learned, being mm -hmm. a manager now, I, I do get a lot less time to actually do the stuff, you know, to do the the things that I used to do, and it forces you to uh, think more about the team and how you scale what it is that you've been trying to do um, through them. And so, in that coaching and mentoring cycle, I think. Uh, self unlimited has is been in one of my in my experience um, you know a much more uh, a, a very fresh approach and very lucid approach to 
how you manage yourself as a person. And it's, I like that it's outside of the bounds of what the company says is your performance development program because the performance development program in every, every company I've worked at is always the same. And I've worked for tier one IT companies, major government organizations, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I've seen the performance program is, it's always the same thing. <laughs> it's always the same system because it's better practice and don't That's get me. service to the organization too. Yeah. It's don't get me started about best practice. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so, I think that um, I'll be really frank is that, you know, one of the reasons to don't get me started is because I actually think that our performance systems in companies are actually broken. Mm. They're fundamentally broken. They don't really, they don't really help people figure out, you know, how to be successful and then apply that in the context of the company. I guess for me, my, as a manager, the way that I approach manage my team is that I consider them as individuals and fundamentally I want what's best for them. Mm. I think that if you, that's my approach to management is if you, if you, if you look at what's best for them and you know, there will be some comp times of compromise, but more mm. and more I lean towards looking out for the person. And I think that people are not silly. They will see that there may be, you know, some people that take advantage of that, but I think they're fewer and far, far between. Mm. I think if you look after the person, the person will look after, you know, the, the, the company and, 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 the, and the rest of the team. And so it feels more like a family. So the rationale for me is, is, is clear for those mm. reasons. It's great content. It's, it's fresh and it doesn't present the existing frameworks that we have, which I don't think are really working very well. And it's also very personal and, and very focused on the individual in terms of, so that's the, for me, the why, if we, you also asked to think about the how, mm. and if I think about the how, then like I said earlier, uh, and with that facilitation hat on, you really need to create a space mm. to have a different kind of discussion. Yep. And I think, uh, you know, I have the, and I've kind of said, you know, there may be people that listen to this and sort of, oh, but Jason, you know, he seems like one of those, you know, creative kind of types and he's done weird things in his career and, you know, he's trying to create a team of, you know, innovator kind of people and, you know, but my team's not like that. My team, you know, we've got a job to do. It's very clear. I have very clear role descriptions for my, my team are. Well, look, I think, uh, I think that that's absolutely true and that there's a, there are ways that we need to structure um, um, teams that give more clear direction when there's going to be very mission driven. It's not that my team is not mission driven. It's just that we're, you know, much more dynamic and, and not necessarily as structured in the way that we go about things. But there's some jobs where there's a very clear way of that you need to go about things. And I would say that um, don't think that um, just because of that, this is actually not about the way that you're doing your work right now and you're the way that your team necessarily is right now. This is about, like I said, the, the individuals and the people in the mm -hmm. team. And this is about each of them giving them, I think the individuals, the opportunity to have a different, to see their, their path through life and their relationship with work in a very different way. Mm -hmm. And that, that, that's the simple, that's the simple math of that. And if you were going to go out and do that, then just do something a little bit different. Maybe, Maybe your team goes to coffee a lot, but maybe you've never actually gone for a walk down to that park, which is, you know, a few blocks away down the street through the city or wherever it is. Maybe you just plan, a, you know, a couple of hours out of the day to go and do that and make it a, a special occasion. 
and you try to create an environment which is a little bit different, a little bit more personable, personal, a little bit more intimate, and um, you know have that opportunity to have a, a kind of a different discussion and let let everyone just kind of bounce their ideas and put away the manager and the role hats and all of that kind of stuff and just be people for a little while that are walking around in a park or a museum or a, or whatever. Actually, maybe don't have a, a deep discussion about work at a museum. <laughs> Probably people will look at you funny. So, <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. Well, thank you for those summary ideas and tips. Jason, it's been a real pleasure to talk with you. I mean, it always is a pleasure, but to hear those insights and things that you've been able to share tonight in this limited context. So thank you. No, thank you. Thanks for um, creating what you've created, which I think is a wonderful thing. And yeah, giving me the opportunity to talk about it and give you some feedback. <laughs> for those people listening, I'm sure they've got an opportunity to be inspired. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Thanks. Workscapes are changing everywhere. For more goodness to change your workscape, visit www.beselfunlimited.com and follow us on Twitter at Be Self Unlimited.